I'm Cam. And I'm Sam. Welcome back. It's been a long five months since we were in the studio, but um, we're glad to be back with our masks on six feet apart. Yeah. A lot of podcasts went um, went home, I guess, at record at home. Yeah. Um, we didn't. We did not have the technology. Unfortunately, Zoom um, Zoom wanted too much money for uh, <laughs> for the ability to kind of sponsor work with our podcast, and we just decided that wasn't in our best interest, so we took a brief hiatus, but it's good to be back. Um, but I'd like to say we're back and like coming back stronger than ever. Absolutely. Hopefully. There's been a lot of uh, grievances in the past five months. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. It's a wild time, but uh, my first grievance, I guess, is that... Uh, we got sent home from school over spring break when there was like 200 coronavirus cases. Yeah, and now we're back. And now we're back and there's like well over 100,000 coronavirus cases. It is. And we still, I, you know, I'm not a science person, but we still seem to know nothing. Right. They, um, they said wear a mask and wash your hands and stay six feet apart. And I feel like um, it took us a little while to reach that conclusion a little longer than uh, it should have. Yeah. Like I generally try and stay six feet apart from random people i don't know anyway i don't really want to smell low-key bunch of other people i feel like i've been getting closer to people now than i was before maybe i'm just more cognizant of it but like when i'm going for a run or a bike ride i notice how often i pass people more now than i did before my my thing is like so you can walk around without a mask by yourself right but then you come and contact like sometimes we walking across someone mm -hmm. and like day two are walking by themselves and they don't have a mask on mm -hmm. and then so what's the procedure do you do i mask up just to walk by sometimes i will I mask up to walk by or i will do the little like walk around you know um i just try and say six feet up. i just put my t-shirt up. up that works i was in a cvs uh this summer and a guy came in trying to buy something and the guy was like you don't have a mask on you need to leave and so he just put his shirt over his nose and suddenly the guy was like, all right, you're good. Like, what's up? Yeah. I was like, that doesn't seem um, scientific if I'm, if to me. I'm, if I'm going to a restaurant, like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be sitting at a table with my mask on anyway. So why can't I just pull my shirt up for like the, the three seconds that I'm walking from the door to my table? I guess uh, because you would look like an idiot. Just wearing your shirt up above your nose. But, um, I mean, my mask is Fendi, so like. I want to wear it, you know. What's Fendi? The brand. I've never heard of that brand. Oh, okay. What is it? Cool? That makes sense. Is it a cool brand? I mean, like, yeah, it's designer. Oh, it's designer. Yeah. Oh. My mask is buff. Mm, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Just the OG. Had it lying around. Didn't, mm -hmm. pur didn't purchase. I ordered a space mask, though. I got tired of these things going around my neck because it mm -hmm. makes your neck. It actually, it's like... It's kind of nice. Like, I think post-pandemic, I might still wear these. Really? Because it's like a nice warm hug around your neck when you're cozy. It makes me too hot to wear those kind of, like, buffs. Well, that's why when I'm doing active things, mm -hmm. uh, like working out or anything, like, I don't want it around my neck. Mm -hmm. When I'm just sitting, I don't mind it. It's like right. an extra piece of proverbial protection. Right. I was wondering, you know how in China, like, well, I guess they have lower air quality, so they kind of wear the masks for a reason then. But I wonder if people in America will still wear masks. Post-pandemic? Post-pandemic. I think it's definitely destigmatized the culture around masks. Definitely. It's had to. Definitely. But it's still interesting how there is, like, stigma against the masks still. Like, people don't want... I don't know if there's, like, a perception of it's being weak. 
to wear a mask or whatnot. Yeah, but I do I see know. a lot of people not wearing masks. Yeah. Personally, like I don't really care if I have it on or off. I do this thing where I drive with my mask on. I kind of just forget and it's more convenient. It'll fall off my ear if I have my windows down. So I just do it with the mask on. And um, I was driving through Atlanta and a guy pulled up to me at the red light. I had my mask on, my windows down, listening to some music, enjoying my life. And he goes, you can take your fucking mask off, idiot. And I was like, there's no need to be rude about it. You know? Yeah. You're like, I mean, you're doing what you want to do. Right. I'm just trying to be, uh, trying to live my life safely. That's you know? annoying. Right. I just like, yeah. Kind of funny You can put yours on. Right. We were six feet apart. I do find it interesting though. Now when I pull up and there's like a panhandler, yeah. I don't roll my windows up because I don't want to give them money. I roll my <laughs> windows up because I don't want coronavirus. I think I, I don't know if I roll my windows. I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I come across a, I try and give them some money if I have any. I have no cash. I tried to Bojangles this morning. Yeah. And we did drive through and I don't, I, I'm, I don't know how recently you've done Bojangles drive through. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think the last time I did it, I was with you. But I believe I, I was with you, yeah. It's not an efficient system. Like, they're not, it's no Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. They're not like, or like the varsity in Atlanta. They're like, yeah. what do you have? Like, let's get you in and out. Mm-hmm. It's it's drawn out. It's Bojangles. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't expect them to be able to break up my order mm-hmm. when I have multiple people in the car. Mm-hmm. With Chick-fil-A, you can be like, oh, I have three orders. Yeah. Can I make them all separately? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, no problem. Right. And Bojangles just they that goes right above their head. There's no mm-hmm. no chance you can break up an order. Mm-hmm. So I put we put all three of our orders on one card. Mm-hmm. I go to pay, and my card gets declined. Oh. I pull up, uh, you know, my trusty bank app. Mm-hmm. Eighteen dollars my account. Oh, tough. You spent more than eighteen dollars at Bojangles for three people. Twenty dollars. Damn. Uh, Riley got a uh, dinner. Mm, of course. I don't. Why? At Bojangles. Mm, I don't know. Might be good. It, he said it wasn't. Oh, okay. It's like getting. He got. He also got a uh, T-bone. What is it? A T-bone, a t-bone steak, steak at uh, Waffle House. <laughs> That's the move, though. Low key. Whenever they like. So recently they went through. Um, it wasn't really rebranding, but they were going to remove it from the menu. So they did a farewell tour for the T-bone steak, which I didn't even really know that they had T-bone steaks. You know, I knew that they had steaks, but yeah, they were like goodbye to the iconic. Waffle House T-bone steak. You know Waffle House sells mo- more steaks than any other restaurant per day. <laughs> That's funny. But they um, little fun they did a little House farewell fact. tour. And then my dad was like, they're getting rid of the T-bone steak at Waffle House. And I was this like. This is a travesty. Uh, yeah. I'm like, who cares, right? And he's like, this is such a good T-bone steak, like blah, blah, blah. And I truly believe that it was just an advertising campaign to get a bunch of people to order the T-bone steak at Waffle House. I like, would oh, imagine. I can't get it anymore. Because yeah. they never ended up taking it off the menu. You, they, I think that they were like, we've heard you. Like, we'll keep it on. <laughs> and I was like, you really just made Smart. a genius marketing move. Yeah, good job, Waffle House. Right. But I was also, I was at a Bojangles. And Didn't uh, McDonald's do that with the McRib? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I thought the McRib was just like, you shouldn't be serving ribs at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a loyal... Um, I've become uh, a larger McDonald's fan, but mm-hmm. I'm not a loyal McDonald's fanboy mm-hmm. like uh, an Abby Pacman, if you oh, will. Okay. I enjoy McDonald's breakfast only. So when they made it 24 hours, I was like, this is a great establishment. 
But Is I will it pull, still 24 hours? Sometimes. But I will pull up to a McDonald's and ask for breakfast at 11.30, and they will say, we don't have it, and I will just leave. Like, I'm not a big enough fan that I'll get anything else on the menu. They're chicken tenders. Their tenders slap. They're so good. I feel like it's hard to mess up chicken tenders. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Burger King. Burger King has a worse chicken Why are you going tenders. to Burger King for chicken tenders? It's called Burger King. I don't eat burgers from fast food restaurants. Chicken Finger King, them. maybe, but I not mean, Burger King. Yeah. You, tr- you trust the chicken tenders? I guess it's... I feel like it's worse to eat chicken from a shitty restaurant than... Is it? Steak or beef. Yeah, because chicken has a lot of disease if you don't cook it right. So does steak. I don't think that that's true. Yeah. You can eat like nearly... People get their steak like rare. Not from... I would not get a rare steak from a... Uh, I think you can't eat raw meat like that. I don't think it's the best for you, but it's not like eating raw chicken. Nobody ever offers... Nobody asks, how do you want your chicken cooked? Rare. That's for a reason. That's all I'm saying. I was at a Bojangles recently, though. And I don't know. I like to drink a lot of water. I have a large water bottle. And then I have, like, a Yeti. And then I have, like, a Yeti water bottle just in case. You know, keep some ice in there. <laughs> you had enough uh, Yeti products? Enough. I get <laughs> by. I get by. But um, this means that cup holder storage is like in high demand in my car. Absolutely. And so uh, I went to Bojangles and I asked for a, a cup of water because I was out of water. And they gave me a large Mountain Dew. That's funny. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't order this. And I tried to give back. And he's like, we can't take it back. Like, It's left the building. It's left the building. And I had a bunch of stuff in my car because I was moving back to school. And I was like, well, now I'm stuck with this responsibility of a large cup that I don't have. I can't even get the second water. Generally, generally, um, this was a Bojangles. Mm-hmm. They're generally right by a gas station. You just pull over to the gas station, and chuck it. It's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. It's a lot of time. I try and consolidate when I'm driving um, my stops, bathroom, mm-hmm. gas, gas station snacks, mm-hmm. food if I need food. Mm-hmm. It's definitely important, especially now, because you kind of want to limit your exposure to the elements if you can. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I've been feeling about gas lately. Peak. Peak coronavirus. I was driving back from um, I was driving from Chattanooga to Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, and I had to pee. Um, and I was drinking a, uh, a yerba mate, actually mm-hmm. sponsored by Goyaica. I don't know some yerba mate company. I think we're gonna get our sponsorship pulled. Yeah, because I have no idea how to pronounce the brand. <laughs> exactly. Name. We should. But have yerba mate is great. I've really been on the yerba yerba mate train. Mm. Um, what is a yerba mate? It's like a tea. Um, it's organic yerba mate, orange exuberance, mm. purified water. Oh wow! Second, never mind. <laughs> Second one is uh, organic cane sugar. Mm. Twenty-seven grams of sugar in this. I never knew that. <laughs> Damn! Definitely losing the sponsorship. Yeah. Does it have caffeine? Yeah, it does. That's, That's why good. I like it. Because mm. I was on the bang train. For a while you were on the bang train yeah <laughs> the bang bus I got, I got you're on the, the bang bus right now you're i on got the on yerba, the bus the yerba mate train yeah gotcha what, what were you saying about <laughs> yerba mate oh i drank them and i had to pee a lot mm-hmm. and i was driving from chattanooga to that Atlanta. cane sugar really runs through you right yeah and uh and i was so paranoid because i hey we there was like Nothing was known about this coronavirus or whatever. Like, right. we'd gotten let out of school and all this. And I was just like, well, shit. I'm not going. And I was in North Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
never trust people in North Georgia to mm-hmm. uh, follow the rules during a yeah follow mm-hmm. the health rules mm-hmm. that are set by the government because read yeah mm-hmm. anything like this because the government to them is mm-hmm. the devil isn't Chattanooga just like North North Georgia uh, I mean yeah, obviously it's, like, it's Tennessee but like you know yeah you know, it's very close but it's also like a city mm-hmm. I'm just giving you shit oh I mean yeah did you pee on the side of the road yeah no I pulled over <laughs> into uh, office parks Office parks. Yeah. What is that? You don't know what an office park is? No. It's like a conglomeration of a lot of offices. Like an office building? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shopping center? Like, no, it's like an office building, mm-hmm. um, but there's multiple businesses contained in like several buildings in a small condensed area. Mm-hmm. Have you never seen an office park? I, I've just never heard the term office park. I'm almost certain that I've seen an office park. But I've never heard it referred to as office park. Like, I'm trying to think of some examples of an office park. But it's not. It's not like an office build. Uh, like, uh, office building. I think implies that there's one office in the building. But lots of office buildings have multiple company entities. Yeah. Would that be an office park? No, an office park is more spread out. Is it like it's, University it's, Square? Or yeah, are they not like connected? They're not connected. It's more like uh, like a lot of shipping, like heavy logistics companies that, that do a lot of shipping and receiving mm-hmm. have office parks because they need like warehouse space. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot near the Atlanta airport. I don't know why you would ever be near the Atlanta airport. Mm-hmm. But. And it's not like an Office Max? No. Office Max is a... Could you imagine working in Office Max? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Recently, because I've been very, I've been looking for jobs left and right. Uh, if anyone's hiring and is looking for a, uh, let us know a podcast star. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Um, and I've been thinking, I was like, would I work here? And a lot of places, I'm like, what kind of person? I guess a person that you know needs a job, right? But if I, you know, like, there's a toss up. Because I feel like Office Max, Staples, mm-hmm. like Home Depot, mm-hmm. um, like those kind of jobs, there's like a number of them mm-hmm. and you could choose, like once you're in one, you could probably try and work to a different one. Mm-hmm. Like say you don't really like selling office supplies, you could work to a Home Depot, mm-hmm. like move to a Home Depot. Mm-hmm. So what kind of person is like, okay, for this time being that I need this job, I'm going to choose Office Max. Like over like a Home Depot yeah. or like a Lowe's. Maybe they're not hiring. That's fair. Or maybe they love office supplies. That's what. So that's more what I'm trying to get at. Like you know? Who loves office supplies enough? Like someone who wants to be like a secretary maybe. You know? Yeah. Maybe they just don't know shit Do about they, like wood though. Yeah, that's fair. Could be. But I don't. No tools. Like who loves. Like I love pens. Like when I find a good pen, I'm like, this is a good pen. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone everyone kind of has something like that. Also with Amazon, like who is buying office supplies in the store? I'll go. I mean, I guess you need it like quick. College I students need a day of. Or, yeah. yeah. I don't plan ahead. Amazon, 24-hour shipping. Depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. There's a fulfillment center nearby. That's true. Amazon's taking over the world. Yeah, did Jeff Bezos s- is so rich. Did you see they uh, they got questioned by Congress? Mm-mm. Yeah. Over what? Um, whether or not they're uh, monopolies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Crazy Them, Apple, because like Apple, um, I think 
Microsoft, um, just because Apple can like regulate what their consumers see, mm-hmm. which I mean makes sense because like people buy their products. But I think what's happening is they're so widespread, right? That this company, the singular entity, has the power to control what you can and cannot see. And it's just kind of crazy. It is like a crazy concept that in reality, Apple can slowly start to dictate what we can and cannot see yeah. because their products are so widespread everywhere. Yeah. It's scary. It is scary. Like all Google's of the social the media is. Yeah. Like you Google stuff. Mm-hmm. So Google can slowly start to take away things that they don't want you to see. Do you think the world would be a better place if Bing or Yahoo was like the one that took over? You know, like what if we didn't go with Google? Why did we go with Google? Definitely not Bing. I mean, Bing just like sucked. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't Duck, look cool. DuckDuckGo? DuckDuckGo. I had a teacher in seventh grade who loved DuckDuckGo. It's super secure. Like they don't track any of your, which probably makes it a worse search engine. Like we really complain about right. Google's privacy laws, but that's what made it and brought it to yeah. being the superior search I mean, engine. People complain about TikTok having our data and information. I mean, I don't have TikTok, but yeah. But that's how we get... <laughs> That's how they get the suggested uh, videos that they love so much. And that's why they spend so much time on the app. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. It's an interesting moral dilemma. It's the Amazon dilemma. It's like mm-hmm. they treat their employees like shit, mm-hmm. but it's the convenience at what cost. Mm-hmm. The last thing I got on it, I've ordered shorts on Amazon in the past year. That's the one thing I've gotten. In the past year? Yeah. Let's see what I ordered most recently on Amazon. I'm a big Amazon browser. I'll look at Amazon. But I don't buy things. I don't know. I'm too lazy. Too lazy. Which to is buy saying things? something, right? <laughs> that I'd rather drive to a store and get it. The immediate gratification. It's a necessity. Um my sister bought um ultra fine brow defining pencils. Mm. She bought some L'Oreal products on here. Um my mom my mom bought a book for someone. I bought these motion sensor lights for my closet. So when I go to pull um, like pull clothes out of my closet, the lights will turn on and I can see what I'm trying to grab. I just turn my lights on in my room. I find it funny see, that uh, convenient. you can read your uh, Amazon history out and put it in the on the internet because the internet already knows, you know? Yeah. It's just... I got some liquid IV. Then my dad got mad at me for it because I didn't buy it from Costco because <laughs> it's two dollars cheaper on Costco. Actually, but how much? Did actually, you have to buy? no. Whoa, he got mad at me. It's the same price. Hold on, we got it. We got in this huge discussion about how I uh, ordered it from Amazon. He's like, mm-hmm. well, you should have just bought it at Costco. It's cheaper. Sent me the price. I don't even think he looked at the price on Amazon because I think one of them is cheaper on Amazon. But what is the quantity? The same price per unit. The same. They come in like standardized packages. Right. I mean, Amazon probably costs more towards our environment. Yeah, whole, they were both cheaper on Amazon, and he got mad at me. Wow, guys, what's your dad's email so our fans can write him some hate uh, mail? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you were going to answer that one. <laughs> but I was this close to putting it out. <laughs> he would get probably three emails and be pissed. Speaking of uh, fan mail. We recently uh, had someone send us uh, an article about how a student body president 
was caught violating um, our student body president. Our, okay, I didn't know we were going to go with that, but um, yeah. our student body president got caught violating uh, what is known as the Paladin Promise, which is basically <laughs> our coronavirus guidelines on I, campus. I have a grievance with the naming. Why does Furman always like have to name things? Yeah, the stupidest. Yeah, names. and I was like. Really? Not, like not this is stupid, I, I wanted to know weird. how just, long the marketing department sat together before someone said Paladin Promise. That's the one. Like, like we're gonna go with Paladin lame. Promise. That's I mean, lame. it's it's a pandemic like response rules. You don't need to make like some fun little name. How like, about we just call it like your moral duty? Being a human. Yeah, right. That's worked so well <laughs> in the past. Um what is it? Uh common courtesy. We should just tell Amazon that, right? <laughs> Hey, common courtesy. Uh, <laughs> common courtesy, Amazon. You're treating your employees terribly. Common courtesy, Jeff Bezos. Uh, share it with the rest of us. Could you imagine being his ex-wife? And having several billion dollars now, I Just wish. Having $70 billion from a divorce? Jeff Bezos. Uh, is he still single? He is. As far as I know. I'm not, you know. You can find me on Instagram, Sam Macy. I know you already know all my information, so you know how to reach me. But I am interested. See, I don't use my Amazon account. I use my dad's. Yeah. All right. My my parents have Prime, so I will use theirs. Yeah, I use theirs. But um, I don't know. He probably owns something that owns something that owns another thing that I use. So during the congressional hearing, you know Twitch. Yeah. Um, one of the Congress members asked um, him a question about Twitch because Twitch will stream a lot of music. Like mm-hmm. people will be streaming a lot yeah. of music in their streams or yeah. this, that, and the other, which infringes on a lot of copyright and doesn't give a lot of artists mm-hmm. royalties, which is an issue. But they are, they usually censor out the um, sound on the playbacks. So when you record it and then it uploads on Twitch, um, when you go back and watch the recording, those sections will be muted. Yes. But there is, but because there's live stream, like mm-hmm. if you're just live right, streaming right. straight they still don't music, the, like, yeah. yeah, there's like... The, like just singularly music streams mm-hmm. um which just is a lot of copyright issues and things like that mm-hmm. and a, a congressperson congresswoman man congress congressperson persons congress people um asked a question about it and you could tell on J- jeff bezos face he was like i don't I own Twitch. <laughs> when did I when did I buy that? That's hilarious. They spent like a couple bill on it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, but he still was like Is that was that like I the own whole, Twitch? whole yeah, food that's thing? crazy. Like when was this? Uh <laughs> That's hilarious. He was like obviously like uh I don't know, but I'll have to go talk to some people yeah. that apparently we own Twitch and That's hilarious. So you know he walked into like a a meeting and he was like, "Guys, why am I getting questions about Twitch? When did <laughs> when, when did what, this happen? What, what is this?" Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, as I was saying, though, the Paladin promise. Basically, student body president gets caught. He's had like a couple drinks on someone's balcony. He's 21. He's 21 um, with his friends. And then uh, a bunch of people ha- happened to like come in. I don't think he really was paying attention to the inflow or the outflow. Um, and he gets in trouble with the Paladin promise, which says like you can't really be in an apartment with someone without... Yeah, you have to like stay six feet apart unless you're wearing masks, which I think is the rule everywhere. But you can only have yeah. like eight people in an apartment, which is yeah. like one per two well, people in the common room. All the room. roommates are there. You mm-hmm. can have eight people total, right? But which is one guest per person 
living in the apartment. Mm-hmm. But I think you can also still only have like two in the living room mm-hmm. and then two in two each in, bedroom, two in each bedroom, which is not even hanging out with people, which no. I still feel like you can get six feet of distance for four people. It doesn't really matter, but um, I think you fit six people in a living room, six feet apart. Absolutely. Anyways. But um, anyways, he uh, was violating this paladin promise. Your first strike is like a warning. Um, but I mean, He's really been getting some shit for uh, violating his promise. And I just, um, I don't think that, I, you know, he should set an example. Um, student leaders should set examples. But at the same time, it's not like he becomes student body president by sitting in your room all day and never socializing and talking to people, you know? Yeah, that's very true. Like you, obviously, the student body president is someone who's social and going to do stuff. As well, uh, I got two tangents off that Mm -hmm. um this is i think the issue with um i think just a lot of rules like both nationally and at our school specifically nowadays Mm -hmm. is when you set these hard limits Mm -hmm. on numbers Mm -hmm. um it removes any um i guess i want to say what is it like when a, a police officer comes and they say there's more than eight, mm-hmm. the like the cop is like required to do something. Yeah, it removes any uh, like choice he has and freedom of like his uh, discretion. It moves removes any discretion mm-hmm. from him to be like okay, like I understand. Like so, like if there were eight people, let's say like you've got the porch door open, two people out there six feet apart, two people inside six feet apart yeah. two more people so you have like nine people yeah all six like feet say apart. you have like nine people mm-hmm. and he's like well the rules eight i have to give you right. all of you a paladin promise warning right and you're like what like dude we'd one more and like typically like probably he'd be like yeah this sucks like i don't want to give them this right but i'm required or else i could lose my job right as well um, it just seems it seems a little um ridiculous that there's not more of like a and i guess this has nothing to do with the the previous complaint that we received the story that we received but it does seem a little um ridiculous that there's no like trial or anything like that yeah. i don't yeah. know i well i, I haven't gotten in trouble because i as a one of these people who runs this popular podcast i could never be seen uh violating <laughs> the paladin promise no never so um we uh we we take great very take it very seriously. We're in, we're in the social spotlight. Mm-hmm. We're exactly. public figures. I mean, yeah. Like I gotta set an example. Um, um, but as well, uh, all these people who are shitting on him, who are writing all these stories, who are making all these Instagram accounts to shit on them and Ka. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's like kind of fair, in a way, because you know it is public health, and I can't get mad at someone for being upset about. No, something that is serious. You know? I agree. I agree. I don't, but I also I do don't think the rules could be better. Yeah, just shit talking. talking, and like everybody makes mistakes. And it's like I said, you that's, don't become. And that's what I was. You don't say, become like, the president by not being social. Well, you know, it also. You know what? I'm like I understand why people are upset. Mm-hmm. At Me too. Specific people for you know not doing what they should have. This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But like, if you have never made a mistake, then you can be the one to say something. Yeah, but. You know, I've made plenty of mistakes in my life that I'm not like I'm not able to call people out mm-hmm. because I have made plenty of mistakes. And yeah. like, who am That's I? What I'm saying like, if I, I judge, judge them, like why they're going to judge me for mine? Doesn't mean I have to think it's the right thing to do, but also like I know I'm I'm on student government and I know how much work Griffin puts into it, and yeah. I know how 
quite frankly shitty he felt after all of this happened. And I just think it's like too easy for someone to be behind a keyboard and say, you need to step down. Yeah. Or just like, um, just like learn, like let's yeah. create a, I don't know. A safer space. I guess the thing is that people are taking it as like, this is not something that you get a second chance at, which is also kind of fair. I don't know. Public health, like it's a deadly, yeah, but deadly disease. You came back to college. Like what did to you To learn, think? right? I think, I mean, I some think, people, I mean, some people, I have no doubt that some people did not come back to learn. Yeah. I think you, know? you come, well, I think you come to college for, like, if you wanted to just learn, you would just stay online. Like you can, I hate it online though. Yeah. But like, you, I if could you not go if, back, but you hated it because Except for I'm in an online class. But yeah. <laughs> you hated it because you like, it might've impeded your learning, but you, mm-hmm. like you still had the opportunity to learn. So like you came right. back to campus because you wanted to see people and you wanted that to be too. with people. Yeah. Like you came back to college and like yeah, as you have to like people here have to expect people are going to hang out. That's true too. That I, is I, why I also think it's a little ridiculous that you and I and two of our friends could get breakfast together at the dining hall without any masks on. Yeah. And then I could get uh lunch with three other people at the P-Den without masks on. Yeah. And I could get dinner with three different people again at the DH. Yeah. But then... Um, I could sit outside and eat with 12 people without we, masks on. But then we all hang... Yeah, we're like sit outside with 12 people. Nobody has masks on. But then when we hang out and like have some drinks, which is the same thing really as like yeah eating dinner together. Well, one, we're not... Assuming you're not like sharing drinks, I guess. Yeah, but so Furman also came out with this rule saying that you could uh, drink outside. But then now they like didn't really pass it and it was like huge miscommunication. And so like nobody really knows the rules. Yeah. And I will say that they have been like understanding in that regard. Fupo um, has. Right. Yeah. But the, and those are the people who like who we interact with. Right. Who actually give the punishment. <laughs> so that's a kind of the most important person. But it's just such a strange time. Like it really yeah, is. No, we were sitting out. So uh, a group of us, we were like, oh, we want to, you know, we want to <laughs> hang out. What? 15 of us not even 12 would you say it's probably about 10 or 12 it's probably like 10 and we, we have s- up to 30 people together outside as and long we've as already had some thing. uh like run-ins with apartments we we're like okay let, let's be smart let's do this so right we some people to- we know like have had the pl- i mean like the student body president thing yeah yeah and then like some other people someone we know had like a birthday party and like people showed up yeah and it's never really been like an issue because people wear the masks and they do take it seriously but like just the amount of people who have really been like calling Fupo, Fupo over is nothing, just high. It's like very high. Yeah. And I mean, like we say nothing. It has been nothing in those instances. But at the same time, like they don't know. But at the same time, they don't know that we're people are following the rules either. Yeah, and that's the thing. So we're at this pavilion. So we're at this which pavilion. we have reserved. Yeah, because we've been to the pavilion before and gotten yelled at, and gotten yelled at, and we were under the impression that the rule was you can. Go there and drink as long as you're social distanced. You don't have more than like six beers or four units of wine per person. Per person. And um, so, how many people do you okay? need? Like, if you have a keg, yeah. How it's many? Like 130 beers, right? 100, is it 130 beers? I think so. So, it's 130 divided by six oh, is how many? If, uh, let's call it 120 beers. <laughs> 120? Yeah, yeah. For ease of math. Right. It's 120 20 divided people. by six is 20 people. Yeah. So, you could have 20 people and have a keg. <laughs> yeah. Except for the part where kegs are banned on campus. Are they really? Yeah. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
That sucks. It's because back in the day, they used to have like keggers all the time. Okay, but I had a, I was having a conversation about this with someone else recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but you have a lot higher chances of someone getting sick someone, if you're drinking. Someone liquor. going to the hospital mm-hmm. on liquor, right? Versus a keg. I have. I've never seen beer. someone. I've seen them throw up from beer, yeah. but I've never seen someone be incapacitated from beer. To be honest, like I only drink beer. Like I've pretty much only drink drank beer um, for as long. I, I drink beer. I like beer. Um, I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett, Brett Kavanaugh over here. I've pretty much only done that. I since drink I was beer. Like I like beer. Younger because when I was um, under 21 and I was in a, a broad countries where it was legal. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. It was just like, it's safer, you know, it's harder to, because you drink that much volume of beer, you just kind of throw up if you do get sick, you know? And you just get full. You're you like, I don't full. want anymore. Right. So back um, back in the day at Furman, when they did, they used to have keggers all the time because I, th- I don't think you'd have liquor. And then the administration wanted to crack down on it, so they banned uh, containers, which keg falls under containers. Yeah. But it was really like back in the day, you'd drink too much out of a keg and you would just like yak when there's a with a keg there's so much foam there's so much foam and you just get full and you don't really nothing really happens that's it's so funny to get like a a keg and like all the lower classmen are like oh dude i'm so drunk and like i wouldn't know what you're talking about cameron (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've never had a keg (laughs) yeah i've never talked to underclassmen why (laughs) they they were at another party. And they oh came. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, the um, oh, the sig apps. Find me alpha. Yeah. Um, my uh, cousin. I feel like we've been on a lot of tangents. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it's been a little while since it's, Sam and Cam recorded an episode. <laughs> this is a tangential episode. You can't tell. This is a this is an episode you listen to while you're driving or doing some work. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're all kind of like that. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the best, from what I've heard, of our fans is like when they're running or driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, my cousin, he's a SIGEP at Georgia Tech. Mm. I know someone who's a SIGEP at Georgia Tech. Really? What year? He would be the year above us. Oh, uh, my our year. Okay. Um, so they probably know so each other. Definitely know each other. Maybe. Uh, the thing about you the, know everyone in our fraternity, right? I former we, <laughs> our, our former friendly. Um we go to a school of two thousand people. They go to a school of tens of thousands. Yeah, how many of those I mean like they still can only have like eighty guys, hundred and twenty guys. Even yeah. like local I mean yeah, I get like state schools, like I feel like state schools it's not Florida State. Like Georgia Tech's not Florida State. That's fair. Uh, are they roughly size the same size? I feel like the Greek life is very small, like a much smaller right. Georgia Tech, but yeah. like still like size still of house. big yeah size of house own. is still big um anyway but their whole uh their whole what the chapter house mm-hmm. has to quarantine the entire chapter house. i heard they were the um yep. they were the epicenter of the, the outbreak at georgia tech yeah i don't even think they're like crazy partiers or anything I, they probably just had one you know that's the times we're living in had a party mm-hmm. i don't think they did is the thing they might have i, I guess know. maybe one kid has symptoms and then it's like well you live with uh 40 other people yeah good luck charlie yeah so like what do you think of that like if they all lived they all live in close proximity together mm-hmm. um like what if they all hang out like you they obviously have party spaces in their houses mm-hmm. like have like a right a if nice you live together and you have one person who gets exposed 
Yeah. If I guess it still depends on contact, like the contact tracing. So if you can, yeah, say, I don't understand. The say, I did not that. talk to this person. Like you say know? you hang, you go to dinner with someone. Yeah. And they are that person you go to dinner with is mm-hmm. exposed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you hang out with them, mm-hmm. and then I hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I then have to quarantine? It depends on the timeline. So it takes like a couple of days to like uh, germinate and like have COVID populate. So if the person I had dinner with was exposed like the night before, yeah, I wouldn't even have to quarantine because there's no way that they passed it on to me in that time frame. But if it had been a couple of days, they would probably ask me to quarantine. Yeah. And then like just monitor you, you had been if I hadn't seen them in a couple of days and then you saw me, which even then I should be quarantined, I guess. Uh, then you'd probably have to quarantine too because there's like a higher, there's like an actual chance that you get it. Yeah. But so my, one of my friends, mm-hmm. um, she rode, she drove with someone in the car mm-hmm. who was exposed, mm-hmm. but she didn't even have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. The other girl did. The other girl, I think, tested positive. Right. But she didn't have to quarantine at all. So um, was this at our institution? Yeah. I think that they just handled that situation poorly. <laughs> if I'm going to be quite, like, quite honestly, I think that that was just a, a <laughs> shitty way to handle that situation. They were just like, ah, we'll see what happens. Right. But I, <laughs> yeah, kind of. I do think that um, I had a friend who rode in a car with his boss and his boss tested positive that day. Yeah. And so like, obviously he's like contagious. They yeah. rode in a car together and my friend was fine. It's just like a weird disease. It's so weird. Like I lived with a kid who had it. This was way back. I, allegedly, the, allegedly, allegedly. 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 This was like in Feb- January. This was in January. This is like pre-testing. Yeah. This was pre- Did you see that interview COVID. with Donald Trump? Uh, the Axiom interview. Axios? Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. Yes. When he's like, we didn't even have a test before I was president. <laughs> We didn't have the disease before you were president. Well, he's the Australian guy. Oh, what's his name? He was he. He was like, this disease didn't exist before you were president, <laughs> right? Why would why would, why would they have a, why test? Why would have a test? That was some conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy shit right there. Maybe uh maybe Trump started it. He was like, we didn't have a test. He for started it. it to fuck with himself so he could say that it was China. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. And then he could ruin mail in voting. Right. And become president again. Again? Mm-hmm. Eh. Hmm. I've heard crazier things. Like Scientology. <laughs> I want to have a Scientology episode. If you're a fan of that idea, text me. I know very little about... If that would be the goal. That would be the goal. We would read about Scientology. No, if you're a Scientologist... Also text me. Yeah. Or email, actually, maybe don't. Email us. No, email I've us right away. I've been to the Church away. of Scientology Where? in Atlanta. In Atlanta? Yeah. I don't know. It's I feel like one, I've told it? this. It's huge. It's so weird, though, because it's, like, right inside the perimeter, kind of by uh, what I believe you would refer to as an office park. Um, <laughs> but it's, like, this. It literally looks like a frat house. I mean, like, kind of plantation-style, like, huge building columns. And they all live there. Like, all the Scientologists who are part of that Church of Scientology live in the building. So, you know why Tom Cruise is a Scientologist? Why was why is he? So, if you're famous, yeah, apparently you get, like, it's like you... This I know very little, mm-hmm. but you're like a higher Scientologist level. Mm-hmm. It directly correlates to how much money you've spent as well. Really? Mm-hmm. How much you've done it to the church. Yeah. And so I think, but also if you're like famous, famous. Yeah. They'll let you attain a higher rank or something. Yeah. yeah. You're like automatically put into a higher rank yeah. that like gives you more stuff. I don't know. I don't really know how Powers? it works. <laughs> or like, like goodie bags. Have you ever seen, you know, community? Yeah. It's like uh, the laser lotus. I think, I feel like that is like an, like 
apparent. It's been, just a, it's been a long of, time since I've. Uh, uh, oh yes, the Lazy Lips. It is absolutely. Yeah, it is literally a spoof of Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so funny. God, I love you, Chevy Chase. That was so funny. He's so funny. Um, you know, Scientology is. I mean, it's illegal in several countries because it's technically a cult. In like Germany, like Scientology is just illegal. You can't be a Scientologist. What is it? It's okay. So this guy, Elron Hubbard. Um, you so you do know about it? I've been to the Church of Scientology, and also I watched that episode of South Park about it. Elron um, Hubbard was a science fiction writer, and he like had all these books. And then I, I don't know why, but like one day he made the Bible of Scientology. And if I'm wrong, um, and there's some Scientologist listeners, sucks. Uh, but he um, he made this like Scientology Bible with the characters from his other science fiction books. It's like it all like correlates, and it's just this crazy religion. I think that there's like lizard people involved, um, and when you die and you're a good Scientologist, you get your own planet somewhere. They have a cool symbol, I will say. I'm sure they do. It's like I mean they convince people to do triangles it. Triangles with an S wrapped inside of them. I had this Excalibur and Babylon working Dianetics. Yeah, Church Dianetics. Of, what is Dianetics? It's, it's uh, some crazy shit. In May of 1950, Hubbard's Dianetics, the Evolution of a Science, was published in by Pulp Magazine. It's a good scientific journal. Yeah, I've heard great things. Mm-hmm. Peer-reviewed and everything. <laughs> There's a church in Washington, D.C. Do you think... Um, There's, so there's one in Atlanta, and um, my friends and I were, uh, like, bored. You know, high schoolers are. We're driving somewhere, and we see the guy with the sign that says, Open House, Church of Scientology, and we're like, we're fucking going. You know, like, well, you're not going to miss out on this. Exactly. So we go, and, like, we're watching all these crazy videos, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> and then a guy comes up to me, and he's like, would you like to take our Scientologist personality test? And I was like, do I want to take a Scientology <laughs> personality test? Like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck yeah, fuck I do. yeah, I do. So I sit down. I hate tests. And the guy hands me a packet of like 20 pages. It's like 200 questions, like so much. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Not only do I don't have time, <laughs> I really shit. don't care. I was like, I got myself in over my head. I expected like 15 questions. Yeah. And gonna he was going like, to like ask you a couple questions. Right. You're just going to give some bullshit answers. Exactly. So I make it through the first like 10 questions and I start Christmas tree the rest of it. And I'm done in like 15, 20 minutes. The guy's like, I'm like, here you go. And they're like, all right, we're going to go process your results. And they're like, sit me down in some office. Me and all of my friends have been separated at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like none of us are together. And um, this Scientologist uh, is explaining my results to me. And she's printed out a graph. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> they, have, they have graphs. She's like, this is where the average human happiness level is. And then this is where yours is. It was far below. She oh, so like, it's like bullshit. Totally. Like she... Totally. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, really? Like it's that low? Like that's crazy that it's like that consistent. I don't know why and I was surprised like, when I said this is like bullshit. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, it's, I'm like, it's so consistent. It's crazy. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, it's really crazy because like I totally like randomly filled in the answers you know like i kind of got bored i think because at this point i'm like i'm ready to go i've been in the church of scientology for like an hour and a half and i'm ready to move on with my day and she's like you did what i was like i just i just filled in random answers and uh she was really embarrassed and then still tried to give me the spiel of like why scientology is good and i was like you're really not like helping your image here like I, I, I had some uh, some doubts about your religion before, and like I really have some doubts now. And now, yeah, now you're just over. It. And then she was like, "You need to leave," 
And I was like, thank you for finally <laughs> like, letting me go. This is what I've wanted to do. I get outside. I'm like looking at my phone. And like one of the girls I came with is like, please, someone help me. Like they have me in this room and like they, I cannot leave. They're That's like, it. they will not stop explaining my results to you. And so I went back in and I was like, yo, me and my friends have to go. They finally let us leave. That's one thing where I would like, I'm like, I'd be terrified to be a girl. And it's also really bothers me that girls feel uncomfortable in situations like that. Yeah. Like especially at a church in Scientologist, you know, I feel like that's pretty Who expected. knows what they do. I, yeah. mean, I guess so. But like, you, shouldn't can't, have, you don't even understand the religion. Shouldn't have let them split you up. True. We had no choice. <laughs> What's also crazy is the, the gold masons. It's like the world's or America's like leading secret society that everyone knows about, but nobody actually like knows about it. The Freemasons? The Freemasons. I thought they were gold masons. No, the Freemasons. George Washington was a Freemason. My That's what I'm saying. grandfather was a Freemason. There's of, so many levels to it too. Of, he was a three thirty uh, third is the mm-hmm. highest. Yeah. Highest order. My grandfather was a Freemason of the thirty second order. Oh, he couldn't make it? I don't know the full story. <laughs> But apparently not. I would love to know more about the Freemasons. Become you can become one. Crazy. I had this idea where um I wanted to start a new fraternity or get our fraternity to associate with the Church of Scientology and pay them dues, and they would pretty much, I assume, let us do whatever we want. But all of our rituals and stuff would be way crazier. Like, <laughs> like aliens and shit, you know? <laughs> like Scientology. Like Scientology shit. shit. That's amazing. That'd be that would be. Right. I would go for that. Mm-hmm. Anything new? Um, I will end with a, or I will end my segment with a uh, story of my mountain biking adventure this summer. I, I had the opportunity to go out and do some downhill mountain biking in uh, Deer Valley, Utah, this summer. It was really an amazing experience, and I get to the the top of the ski lift, my bike. I'm about to go down the hill and I see this kid, two kids, like five and seven years old, get off the lift. One of them's got like this tricked out electric bike and the other one's got like a pretty nice bike. And they're both wearing like full, what looks like, like kind of like dirt biking uniforms with their, for mountain biking, full helmets and everything. And I'm like, yo, these must be the best children mountain bikers of all time. Like little child prodigies. Yeah. Like wearing jerseys that have like sponsored logos and shit on them. I'm like, these have to be child prodigies. I'm going to wait and I'm going to watch them go down the mountain. And they were fucking shitty, to be (laughs) honest. They were just really bad and they were super slow and like, they're bad enough that I couldn't even pass them. So I just had to watch them slowly go down this thing. And I was like, I was like, I've never been catfished before. (laughs) This is my first time. Yeah. Did you ever watch that show Catfish? I've heard about it. On MTV? I think I have actually. That's some crazy shit. MTV has gone downhill. Not like I wa- not like anyone watches TV anymore, mm-hmm. but like they went downhill. Like they used to be the network, yeah. For I'd say like sixteen to twenty year olds yeah. to watch, yeah. Like MTV like Cribs, Adult Swim, Adult Swim, yeah. Um, Comedy Central, yeah. A little bit. But MTV had so much like potential, and then they kind of sold out really hard to yeah. consumerism. They had that show. They like put way too much into um. What's that guy who owns DC Shoes? <laughs> I don't know. Rob Deerdick. Oh, uh, ridiculousness. Yeah, they put way too. They sold way too in fantasy. Chanel Factory. West Coast. Yeah, they sold way too much into that guy specifically, 
and he lost his, uh, like I guess funniness. Yeah, his his sense of humor, his humor, hilarity. Yeah, his comedy really quickly. Yeah, it was bad. Rob Dyrdek, if you're still out there, man, you're not funny. Yeah, and if you'd like to um, say anything about it, you can't come on our podcast because <laughs> we only have funny people. Actually, we I want to have him on just to make fun of him. We'll z- you can zoom in, I guess. <laughs> No, no visitors I on campus. What he's up to? Final grievance. They've been having weddings at Furman. Yeah, they have. That's like kind of a. I got my hair cut, and I was talking to a uh, my the lady who cut my hair, my hairdresser. Mm-hmm. At, the person who barber. Cut, yeah, she's not a barber. How is she not a barber? I guess she is. I don't know. Yeah. She has like a degree from like a. I don't. I don't want to call her a barber. She has like a degree from a cosmetology school. Sounds like a barber. All right. Um, what is was. I think they all have that. I guess they don't have to have degrees from cosmetology schools. But they all have like certificates. Yeah. It's kind of funny. You need to be like a certified barber. Barber. <laughs> um, she was saying she worked a wedding here during mm-hmm. this. Wow. Yeah, but they've just, they've been letting random people on campus. That sounds like a paladin promise violation to me. I, yeah. And then they get mad at our student body president. Um, I, I get it. I don't want to fault anyone who says otherwise. Because like you do have valid points. You know, and it's hard to argue against that. Why can't we just respect everyone, though? Well, I think that's part of the argument is like, but I, I do agree with you. Like, you should respect um, what he's had to say about it and like yeah. how he's reacted afterwards. Like, everyone lives differently. Right. Like, I don't, I'm going to be real. I don't really wear a mask because I want to or I think it, I like, I know it helps. I know it. Yeah. But like, I'm not very scared of this virus. Right. But it's but not I'm scared of giving it to other people. Right, right. And I'm also scared of making other people uncomfortable. Right. And that's kind of the things like you're not necessarily you you can respect other people, but like this is a thing that we're all in together. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is like by wearing a mask, like yeah. there's people who are like I'm not going to wear a mask, you're going to break my rights. It's like no, nah, I don't want do- other people. Yeah, yeah, like I'm doing it because I respect other people exactly. who might be immunocompromised, who might like have to leave their house to get food. Right. Or who might have relatives or like uh, close ones that yeah. are immunocompromised or things like that, and it's like I, like I don't I would like my biggest fear is like killing someone through this. Absolutely, I would hate to give yeah. it to someone. Yeah, but like I'm at the lowest, like I'm a healthy twenty twenty year old. Right, I'm at the lowest risk category. Right, so I'm not really worried about it, but I'm worried about giving to other people and like, exactly w- like worrying other people. Exactly. So yeah. But anyway, I would say all of my classes, because the only people really within that, I mean, there are immunocompromised people. Um, so don't take what I'm saying, like, as if it's my fullest belief. But like, let's say the only people really at risk are the professors and then like dining hall workers on campus. Yeah. Because well, dining hall workers are not necessarily, it's like not the same for them. But my professors have all like, they're all six feet apart. Like they wear masks. Yeah. Like we never really interact well, they, with them. They have families. They're, uh, they're older. Yeah. Some of them. Right. I mean, they're in that age group that like yeah. is uh, vulnerable. Yeah. But I have to say, like, I think that we're all doing a good job of, like, that. Yeah. And that's, like, one of my fears, you know, like, like you said, giving this virus to someone and they have their life seriously impacted by it. Yeah, um, for sure. So I do feel comfortable in class in that regard. Because, you know, if I get it, like, odds are I'll be okay. Yeah. But if my professors do, like, I, I don't know that for sure. And I was talking to someone who works. We'll talk next week about um, the order and <laughs> what one of my professors said about the order. Yeah. But uh, I was talking to someone in housing, and I was like, "Do they are they offering like?" And I know everywhere's hurting for money right now, but mm-hmm. like I think one thing like 
the essential workers that had to keep working, mm-hmm. so many places didn't offer them hazard pay, but your job just became exponentially more dangerous. Right. It's fucked up. But it's dangerous for everyone. Yeah. But if you're an essential worker, like obviously we're out of the time of the essential workers. Right. But I feel like the essential workers should have gotten hazard pay. Absolutely. Because they were required to go to work. Jeff Bezos gave like shitty hazard pay to the Amazon warehouse workers and then took it away. Really? Yeah, like halfway through. Why do you take it away? Because he's a dick. You know who's a dick? Ellen. Ellen's a Ellen dick. Ellen is a dick. Ellen is a I have a grievance dick. with Ellen. I have a huge... I saw... She had this little, um, I don't, I don't know if he was Chinese. I think he was Chinese because okay. he had a translator and I've taken some Chinese classes mm-hmm. and it sounded like, gotcha. um, he was speaking Chinese to his translator mm-hmm. and Ellen asked him a question and the translator started speaking and obviously Ellen doesn't understand the language right. and the translator started speaking and she was speaking for probably 30 seconds. Yeah. Right. And Ellen looks at the translator and said, it was one question. What are you telling? Like, why are you saying all this? Like, joking. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was saying it's a joke, but, like, that's a fucked up joke. Like, right. And also, you're not interviewing the translator. Ex- and you're that, interviewing, like, the actual person the, that you're that's interviewing. That's why I was like, do you want the translator or not? Right. Like, like, did you... That is fucked up. Like, that person didn't ask for that. Like, they didn't ask to come on Ellen. They did not ask to come on Ellen. They asked to do their job and be respected as a professional in their field. Yeah. Like, I, I never was, realized she makes just, like makes fun of like she laughs at people not with people she's also like a shitty boss and like it's bad to work for the ellen show like there was a like an associate assistant writer or something who got a better job at like snl and they um left and it was after christmas a couple maybe a month two months after christmas and ellen was like we give the christmas gift back like the ellen office christmas (laughs) gift they wanted it back after she was like i'm quitting just so that's annoying and then like uh an assistant had to get her coffee I don't understand how Ellen's like still relevant. It's like with this whole, how much we like with social media, how much we're knowledgeable about how shitty people can be. Right. Well, I mean, you did say when we've never talked about this before, you were like, Ellen's a bad person. And I was like, Ellen is a bad person. I think more people are realizing. And yeah. there are like yeah. 40, 50,000 followers follower following. Yeah. We'll, we'll know too. This will, this will reach, this will make some waves. Right. <laughs> sorry, Ellen. <laughs> Not sorry. Not sorry. Um, she, like, pressured this assistant into taking her car to get coffee for her. Yeah. And the assistant was like, I'm really not comfortable driving your car. And then, like, she scratched it or someone else scratched it. And then, like, Ellen was, like, blew up on her and fired her. That's She's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. See, we need to we need to use our platform to mm-hmm. cancel shitty people. I mm-hmm. hate cancel culture. Right. But Ellen. But shitty people. Public enemy number one. Yeah. She's, uh, she's our first target. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Ellen debunked. Mm-hmm. Debunk Ellen 2020. Yeah. We'll we'll make some good out of this year. Yeah. Uh well it's been fun. It has been fun. It's good First, to be back. Yeah, it's nice to be back. First episode back. We're gonna start um a YouTube series. Not series, just channel. Yeah. Sam and Cam. Cam and Sam in front of the cam. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cam and Sam in front of the cam. Mm-hmm. Sam and Cam in front of the Cam and Sam Sam and Cam in in the cam. Sam and Cam on campus. We'll just go travel around. Should we rent an RV and travel around to campuses? <laughs> yeah, with just online school for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be for fun. Sure. That would be actually be so fun. It would be fun. fun. It would be fun. I mean, there's like a couple of schools we can go to that's pretty close. Clemson. USC. USC. UNC. Depending on the UNC. UNG. UNG. Should we, we go, go to UGA? 
We could go to UGA. Mm-hmm. We go to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. I think we. I think we should go to UNG. I think we should go to Bob Jones. I think we should go to the Sigep House at Georgia Tech. At Georgia Tech, wear hazmat suits. Wear hazmat suits. Okay, find out. I'm I'm down. So expect big things. Um. Yeah. So follow us on all our platforms. Mm-hmm. Um. If you're out there and you're thinking about making a YouTube channel called Sam and Cam, don't do it. We already have the YouTube definitely thing named. Yeah. Instagram. Instagrams to come. Sam's gonna really start uh, taking over this. Uh, he's shaking his head now. This came. Oh, it's just stretching. Oh, this uh, social media campaign. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. bad at uh, bad at social media. I don't he really only has like it. three Instagram accounts. I deleted one of them. Ooh, good for you. Thanks. We're gonna transform our other one. Yeah. To Sam and Cam. True. I'll give you access. So if you follow that account, sorry. Oh uh, no, sorry. you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome for the great content. Um, on the next episode, we discuss whether or not photographers are, like, real. Real people? Yeah. Not real people, but, like, a, uh, real, they, a real hobby. Photography? Slash profession. Oh, I think it's a real hobby slash profession. And that's what we're going to talk about. As well as um, frogs. Yep. And what we're going to do with Ellen, or slash have accomplished with Ellen in the past week. Should we cut off a frog's head and put it in her bed? Should we go? <laughs> Godfather it. <laughs> Frog legs. Yeah, we'll go to LA real quick in our RV. <laughs> yeah, Stop yeah. at all the college campuses on the way. Yeah. And our whole tour is just the fuck Ellen tour. This is not a confession. And cannot be used yeah. against <laughs> us in court. Yeah, no, if that happens, like if someone listens to this and acts, please don't name us. Mm-hmm. I already got enough trouble going on in my life. Mm-hmm. But you can Western Union me. You know who you are. (laughs) As always, I'm Cam. And I'm Sam. Thanks for listening.